הרי אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שבתוכנו ולכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שאוכנה עפר קדוש שמשבארץ המה. ובפחד רבנו הקדוש צדיק יסודו למנחה נובע מקור חוכמה רבנו נחמן פגם צמחה. נא נח נחמן נחמן אומן זכותו תגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל אמן. ברוך השם. We left off in the middle of section 10 of lesson 7 of Likute Mo'antinyana. We spoke about the ideas of how Parnasa is drawn down and how a person's bitachon in Hashem, how a person's trust in God. His hope in God to receive Parnasa is actually what draws him down this Parnasa when the Malchut collects all that bitachon and draws down the Parnasa from the hands um, within the Sea of Wisdom as we saw above. All these deep elements. And we left off at the word Vezehu. וזהו כי מנחה וזרועך ואור פניך כי רציתם את בדן תהילים צ'אפטר 44 כי מנחה וזרועך your right hand and your right arm ואור פניך and the light of your countenance כי רציתם because you have favored them what did this mean? ימינך וזרועך your right hand and your right arm זה מבחינת הידיים חנן this represents the hands as we saw above שבהם מתגלה הערת המקיפים that through the hands we reveal the illumination of these transcendent intellects As we saw, which is the illumination of, of divine will, which we said is revealed during the time when a person is eating, etc. But all of that, through the hands, you reveal this concept of Ratzon, this illumination of Makifim. And this is why it says, and the light of your countenance, because you favor them. Because these transcendent intellect, these transcendent ideas, and those Concepts which a person can't understand. This represents the light of, a, of the countenance. And this is what it says in the verse. Because you favor them. Because they are the aspect of this illumination of Ratzon. As we saw above. Because the, the hand is what reveals this. Um, which is Which is the light of the face. The countenance. The, 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 the makifim are the light of the countenance are, are the light of the face um, because it's the aspect of wisdom and the wisdom is the light of a, per, of a person's face and this is what it says happy are you O land whose king is, is a free man and whose ministers done at the right time whose ministers eat at the right time as Badan Koheret Okay. Cherut is b'chinat yovel. When it says over there, ben chorin, a king who's free, this is a reference of cherut, freedom. And what is freedom? This is the aspect of yovel, the the jubilee year, the fiftieth year. After seven years of shmita, seven uh, uh, cycles of shmita, we have the fiftieth, which is uh, yovel. Shehu kralyut ben v'talmid. Shehu b'chinat kralyut ben v'talmid. Because it's this yovel, which represents the fiftieth year. It's a year of freedom. It's um, the aspect of whenever the Ben and the Tamid are encompassed within each other. Yovel uh, spells out the letters. It's an acronym for this. Take the first letters of this phrase. It spells out Yovel. And all your sons shall be students of God. Meaning, it's the combination and the encompassing of both the son and the, and the student. Ki because your son represents Ben in, in the verse. When it says Banaich, it's a reference to the son. And the, the, the students of God represent the Talmidim, the students. And it's when the Ben and the Talmid get together and encompass itself with 
it, um, themselves within each other. Meaning when the Ben has the aspect of the Tamid within him, and whenever the Tamid has the aspect of Ben within him, within him this representing the aspect of Yovel, which represents freedom. It's from this aspect when you encompass the Ben and Tamid together, which, which is this idea of Yovel, which is this aspect of freedom. It's from there that the Malchut receives its Parnassah. And this is what it says, Happy are you, O land, who has a king who's free. What's the king? The king is Malchut. And Cherut is freedom, which is Yovel. Meaning that the Malchut represents, sorry, that the Malchut receives its Parnassah from the Cherut. From the freedom, which is the aspect of Yovel, the 50th year. This is why it finishes off in the verse. Happy are you, um, the land whose king is free and whose ministers eat at the right time. What does that mean? Ba'et, meaning at that time. We said Ba'et is a re- the, as we saw in the other verse. Ka'et yamer, right? That the Ka'et, the, this concept of the Et time, Be'ito, in its time, is all an aspect of revelation of divine will. Which is revealed at the time of eating. As we saw above, that at that time God will speak to Yaakov and Israel, etc., etc. At that time meaning, meaning, This is why it's brought down on the Gemara Ta'anit, page 5b, that one should not talk during a meal. Because during the time of meal, the Heara of Ratzon is there. The illumination of will is at play. Which is this illumination of the transcendent intellect. And what did we say above? And we said above that whenever this transcendent intellect is at play, sometimes you have to keep silent. So we say this is the aspect of silence. As God told Moshe Rabbeinu, be quiet, this is the way it arose in thought. Meaning, as we said above, um, meaning that during the time of me, uh, during the time when you eat, which is whenever God's ratzon is brought down into the world, there's an illumination of divine ratzon. Then um, we have to uh, be careful to be silent. and this is the aspect of Chanukah. Chanukah, because the idea of Chanukah, dano, ki kol Meaning. According to how each and every person is effective in beseeching God on Yom Kippur, um, and beseeching and asking God for His request on Yom Kippur, which request specifically, the pleading of Slachna, please forgive me. Meaning, according to how each and every person is effective in asking God for forgiveness, this is how um, this is going to affect his Chanukah. The amount that he's effective in in uh, beseeching God of Slachna. This will create his Chanukah. Because through that asking of God for forgiveness, this is, the, this is what creates Chanukah. Because Moshe Rabbeinu asked um, from Hashem Itbach, it's brought down in Bamidbach, chapter 14, please forgive the transgression of this nation. And what was Moshe Rabbeinu asking for? The sin of the spies. And we know that through the sin of the spies, this is what causes the destruction of the temple. Meaning that as God told us um, as a result of our um, um, of the sin we did whenever um, with the spies, sorry, uh, the sin that occurred with the spies. What did God say? He told us because you cried 
a cry that was worthless, an undeserving cry, I will create and set a cry for generations. Meaning, which is what we know as Tisha B'Av, the day of the destruction of the temple. Because that night was the night of Tisha B'Av, which is the night that Beit HaMikdash was destroyed. And Moshe Rabban was asking, was beseeching God, please forgive. Because within this sin of the Meraglim and this blemish of the Meraglim, all the other sins are dependent upon this. Because it's this sin that causes the destruction of the temple. All the other sins are encompassed within the sin of the Meraglim. And at the time when the, the temple was um, standing, we were free of sin. Righteousness dwelt in her. Meaning in the temple. What does Rashi say? Because the daily offering... Um, the daily offering that was brought um, in the morning would atone for the sins at night, of night. And the and the tamid, the daily offering of the afternoon, would atone for the sins of the day. Because Israel was a holy name, is is a holy nation. And according to their spirituality and their their refinement. They are not able to carry the burden of even one sin of for one day. They're not able to carry this burden of sin for, for one day even. Therefore, we need the temple that would atone for us every single day because we can't bear the sin of even just, we can't even bear one sin for one day. So we had these two offerings which would atone for all the sins at night and day, preventing us from even bearing those sins. Because we can't handle it. And from the time that the, the temple was destroyed, there is no one who can clean us, clean us from our transgressions, our sins, because there's no one who can atone, um, f um, can bring an atonement on our behalf. And upon him be peace. He knew all this. Therefore, he sacrificed his soul on behalf of the Jewish people and he requested from God, please forgive the transgression of this nation. Because he knew that with the sin of the, the Meraglim, the destruction of the temple was dependent upon it. That the only reason why the temple was destroyed was because of this. Because this sin encompasses all the other sins. When Moshe merited to affect his beseeching, his request from God, it is from that um, success that Moshe had that um, they created, or from that was created the dedication of the Chanukah, which is the aspect of Chanukah. Which is the opposite of destru the destruction of the, the temple. Here we were able to dedicate the temple. The inauguration. So each and every person, it's true, this is true of each and every person, not just for Moshe Rabbeinu, but according to how each and every person merits to affect, or how how effective his uh, his beseeching to God for forgiveness is on Yom Kippur. Um, through that um, effectiveness, he's able to attain a rectification to um, a rect to rectify the blemish of the destruction of the temple. 
And uh, just as much as he's effective in, in attaining that forgiveness from God, that's how much he's able to create an inauguration to the temple, which is the aspect of Chanukah. We see that Chanukah is created through the, the beseeching for forgiveness on Yom Kippur. And therefore, Moshe Rabbeinu, upon him be peace, hinted within the word Chanukah, the, the, the verse Slachna. How within the word Chanukah, we have this Slachna uh, hinted there. How do you know this? If you take the verse, um, the entire verse, Slachna please forgive the transgression of this nation. Of this nation. According to your great loving kindness, etc. As you see over there, if you take the words take the first letters of you have Chanukah. Makes them around who rachet about Chanukah. This is the acronym for Chanukah. Because Chanukah is created from the Slachna that we do in Yom Kippur. Look at the Chidush Rabbeinu telling us to connect Yom Kippur and Chanukah. And the same is true of all the aspects we mentioned above. All of them are, are encompassed within the Temple. Because the Bet Hamikdash is encompassed of the aspects of Ben and Talmid. Why do we call this mountain from which the temple was built upon? We call it Har Why? Because from this mountain came Hora'a, instruction to the Jewish people. From this mountain came instruction to the Jewish people, meaning the, from the Bet Hamikdash. This is the aspect of the student. Because the student, we instruct the student, we teach the student. Why is the name of the temple called Chadar Mitot, the bedroom? That this was one of another names for the temple. That through this the Jews are fruitful and multiply. This represents the son, that you have a child, that you're fruitful and multiply, and you have a kid. So we see the Bet HaMikdash encompasses the kid and the student, the son and the student. Therefore the Bet HaMikdash was built on the side of the threshing floor. Why? What is the threshing floor? It's uh, the aspect of Panasa where all the wheat is sifted, etc. Because um, the Panasa is drawn whenever we encompass the son and the student together as we saw above. Which is the Bet HaMikdash. And in the Bet Amidash is this general encompassing of both of these concepts. So therefore the Panasa is there also. And the, this is why the Bet Amidash was built upon the threshing floor. This is also the aspect of the showbread that was in the temple. The bread that would stay warm the entire week. This represents food and uh, livelihood. Which is drawn through the, the encompassing of the son and the, and the student. That within this concept, when you encompass both of these ideas together, we reveal the lights of these transcendent intellects. Which we said above is the Harav Raton, which is the light of a person's countenance. Because the light of the face is the aspect of the 370 lights as it's brought down. Look in Etz Chaim, uh, Gate 13. In uh, chapters 13 and 14, um, also look in the Kabbalot of Rosh Hashanah, in the Barachah of the Avot over there, 
Kabbalat of Chanukah, in the Barachav Shasan Isin, uh, many different places that explains this idea that the light of the person's countenance is actually the 370 lights. Or it's the same aspect. And uh, the, the numerical value of 370, which is the light of these countenance, which is the light of this uh, countenance, is actually two times Hekef. Two times uh, the numerical value of Hekef, which means transcendent, which means a transcendent intellect. And we see this in Tikkun Ezor. Um, oh, actually, no, sorry. Um, over there in the same place, in Etchayim, in the, where those Kavanot are. And this is all expressed in the verse in Tehidim, in chapter 104. Um, oil brightens the face. And bread sustains the heart of man. Meaning, at the time of eating, when bread sustains the heart of man, the illumination of the transcendent intellects are revealed, which is the oil which brightens the face, which is the light of a person's countenance. As we see in the verse, that the oil brightens the face. This oil represents the makifim, that intellect, which the, the transcendent intellect, which is the light on a person's face. And if you take Hekef times 2, it's numerical value of 370, which are these lights that light up a person's face. As we saw in the Ari Kadosh, and therefore the mitvah of Chanukah we fulfill with oil. Because Chanukah is the aspect, the dedication of the temple, that through this we draw down Panasa. As we saw that it was built upon the threshing floor. And now we reveal the light of the countenance. Which is, we said, the lechem apanim. lechem apanim, which is the showbread. Because the bread of the face, hapanim, meaning what? That through the, 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 um, the showbread was this concept, sorry, that the showbread represents this concept of the light of a person's face. We saw that oil lightens, brightens a person's face, and the bread, etc., etc., etc. This is the aspect of what is brought in Bamin Bar, chapter 6. May Hashem illuminate his face towards you, and may he grant you grace. To grant you grace, this comes from Chanukah. That through Chanukah, we are able to reveal the light of the countenance, which is that God should illuminate his face towards you. That is the light of God's countenance. Because we saw that through Chanukah, the dedication of the temple, which is done with oil, that is how you light up the face. And Moshe Rabbeinu merited this secret of Chanukah that we are mentioning that Rabbeinu is teaching us. And how did he merit this secret of Chanukah? Whenever he sacrificed his soul on behalf of the Jewish people and he gave his heart to them. And he paid attention to their suffering. Because he was a true leader and a true uh, compassionate person, as we saw above. And we saw the essential pain of a Jew is whenever he has to lift up all those sins and he has the burden of those sins. God forbid. Therefore, Moshe Rabbeinu beseech from God that he to receive forgiveness. To draw down forgiveness. And through this, the aspect of Chanukah was created, which is the aspect of the dedication of the temple. And through the dedication of the temple, is dependent upon, is, is, it's on, 
sorry, that all the rectifications we mentioned above, the Ben and the Talmid, all the ideas, the Arata Makifim, Arata Ratzon, everything that we talked about in this lesson is all dependent upon um, um, the dedication of the temple. Vezeu Chanukah, and if you take the word Chanukah, Chanukah Chafhe, as Badan and Zohar, Kadosh Tikkun Zohar, the Chanukah is a play on the words Chanukah Chafhe. They rested on the 25th. Meaning they rested on the 25th of Kislev. That was the day where we, we celebrated Hanukkah. And that's when they rested. When they defeated the Greeks. Kislev. If you take the word Kislev, the month of Kislev. With the Yud in between the Lamed and the Vav. Um, um, Kislev. It spells out the phrase Take the first letter of the phrase you get Kislev When God saw that he had turned aside to see And God saw That when he had turned aside to see Meaning what? When Moshe turned aside to see Because Moshe Rabbeinu turned his heart To pay attention to the pain of the Jewish people um, and this is what it says he turned aside to see what did that mean meaning to turn aside and to be upset as it's brought down look in the Midrash Rabash over there or Parashat Bet I think meaning what the essence of that pain comes from the burden of those sins the essential pain and suffering that we go through is the burden of the sins that we have to deal with. As we saw above. So, that when God saw that He had turned aside to see, meaning when Hashem saw that Moshe Rabbeinu had turned aside, meaning that Moshe Rabbeinu paid attention to the Jewish people, this is Kislev. Kislev is the acronym. Um, that the acronym for this phrase is Kislev. And when Hashem Yitbach saw that Moshe Rabbeinu was putting his heart upon this idea, um, that Moshe Rabbeinu was putting all his attention to the pain of the Jewish people because he saw how much they were suffering because of their sins, specifically with the sin of the Meraglim, Hashem called out to Moshe Rabbeinu and said, Moshe, 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 Moshe. Called him out twice, Moshe, Moshe. And Moshe responded back saying, Hineni, I am here. Meaning, here I am for priesthood. Hineni lemalchut. Here I am for kingship. That's what Moshe Rabbeinu was saying. Moshe Rabbeinu What does it mean over there that it brought down in the Midrash that here I am ready for, king, uh, for priesthood? Meaning, I'm ready for the concept of the dedication of the temple. Because Moshe served during the eight days of inauguration. Moshe and Aharon with his, with his priests. That Moshe and Aaron were both present. And we also see that the priest is the um, um, is whenever the son and the student are encompassed together. Because about the Kohen, we say in Bradan Vayikha chapter 10, that the Kohen is meant to teach the Jewish people. Le'orot teaches an aspect of Hora'ah instruction, and who do you instruct? The student. You give the, the student Hora'ah or Torah. It's the same idea. The idea Le'orot to teach also comes from the language Le'shon Hera'yon, which means pregnancy, Bechinat Ben. 
which is the aspect of sun. So Rabbeinu says that the Kohen Gadol, which is Lehorot, his entire job is to teach the Jewish people. To teach has two has two uh, meanings. To teach Lehorot or Lehorayon, which is pregnancy, which means the Kohen uh, represents the aspect of uh, having a son. So we see the Ben and Talmid with, with regard to the idea that Moshe Rabbeinu said, here I am ready for priesthood. Behold, um, I am here I am for kingship. This represents the Malchut we talked about above. That Panasa is drawn down. That within the Panasa, within the livelihood, within the food that we eat, within our sustenance, we have the light of the countenance. Uh, revealed over there, the light of the Raton. And this is why it's brought down in Bereshit chapter 14, the significance of this verse. Rabban is going to tie it to, all together with what we just mentioned. This person, Malki Tzedek, Melech Shalem, was the king of Shalem. He brought out wine and bread. And he was the priest to the God Most High. What does that mean? Malki Tzedek Melech Shalem. Zebkina Malchut. Malki Tzedek Melech Shalem is the aspect of kingship. Okay, Malki Tzedek. We have Melech. Melech Shalem again. Hoti Lechem Yain. He brought out bread and wine. What does it mean when it says that in the verse? Hanu Kenat Parnasah. This represents livelihood. Shinim Shachar Dei Malchut Kenan. Bread, wine. This is all sustenance, which is drawn from the kingship, which is drawn from Malchut, because the Malchut draws on the Parnasah. Vehu Chohen, and he is a priest. Zebkina Keuna Hana. This represents that priesthood we talked about above. Which represents the generality of the son and the student together. That it's from this concept when they're both drawn together, when they're both encompassed within one another, that Panasa uh, um, is drawn down through the Malchut. That this is how the Malchut draws down the Panasa, it, it gets it from there. And Rabbeinu connects this to the aspect of the lungs. Rabbeinu says this is um, all the aspect of the healthy lungs. When the lungs are healthy, it is encompassed of all the aspects we mentioned above. Because the lungs are the... They brighten the eyes. As we saw already um, recently, we saw this idea that the lungs are responsible to give light to the eyes. That so we see, we say in the Gemara Chulin, that the lungs brighten the eyes. And Rabban was connecting this to the student. Why? Because the student has to have the perception of what? I beheld God. Because the student is lower than the sun. So the student, the person who's on the lower aspect, has to reinforce himself with the idea that God's earth, uh, glory fills the entire earth. Which means that God is close to him. That you have to believe when you're very low that Hashem is next to you. So what did Yeshaya say? I beheld God because Yeshaya was lower than Moshe Rabbeinu. And Yeshaya had to reinforce himself with this idea. And also through the lungs comes sleep. As brought down in lesson 5 of the Kutama Antinyana. Um, this idea. And this aspect of sleep is the Hasaga of the sun. Because the perception the sun must have is the aspect of ma, which is what that we saw What did you see? What uh, what did your investigations lead to? This represents sleep. No eye has seen it, but you God. Meaning what that whenever you're at the aspect of Ben, 
even though you feel you're close to God, you have to recognize that you've never seen Him. And that you're very far from Hashem. Which is the aspect of ma'wat, which is the idea of what? Sleep. That you're still sleeping. You're, you haven't seen God. And this, the spirit of life within the lungs is the aspect of those transcendent intellects we talked about about. Round and round goes the, the spirit. A spirit swept over my face. Meaning what? That the spirit goes round and round. This is the aspect of the lungs. And the spirit which sweeps over the face is the aspect of the light of the face. The light of the countenance, which is makifim, we said. So we see that that light, that, that spirit of life within the lungs is the aspect of the makifim, which is the light of a person's countenance. When those oils, those fatty substances within the lungs are balanced, through this, a person's countenance is illuminated with light. As we saw in the verse previously, oil brightens the face. Meaning through the oils of the lungs, that's how we illuminate the light of the face. Meaning that's how we bring, that's how we, um, bring this illumination of makifim, of transcendent intellect. And those hands which are present within the which um, exists within the sea of wisdom, as we saw above. Um, it is through those hands, or it's within those hands, that we reveal the light of the countenance, which is the aspect of makifim, which represents the aspect of this illumination of ratzon. Open up your hands. And he satisfies the, the, the will of every living thing. Meaning, once you open up your hands, the, the, the hands are in the sea of wisdom, it opens up and reveals um, the Ratzon, which is Haratapanin, This represents the name of Hashem, of Chet, Taf, and Chaf, which are the last letters of Poteach et Yadecha. You have the Chet of Poteach, the Tav of Et, and the Chaf of Yadecha. You have those three letters. Chet, Tav, and Chaf Sofit. Hashem Shel Panasa, which is the name of God for livelihood. Kamuvaz is brought down. Look in Prayat Chaim. Shachas Mirot. Perekei. And look in Shachas Kabanot. Also. Chet, Tav, Chaf. Shte Panim Ruach. And if you take the numerical value of this name for God, uh, of God for Panasa, it is two times the numerical value of Ruach. Spirit. Ruach is the numerical value of 214. And Chet, uh, Taf, and Chaf, this name of God, which is responsible to bring down Panasa, is a numerical value of 428, two times Ruach. Meaning within those hands, we reveal the aspect of those Makifim, which is the aspect, what is the Makifim? It's round and round goes the Spirit. The Spirit which sweeps over the face, that is the Spirit of the Makifim. And what is brought in Yechezkel chapter 10, the human hands were under their wings. What does that mean? What is Kanfehem over there in the verse of wings? This is the lobes of the lungs. That over there the spirit is surrounding and moving. Which represents Makifim. 
שמשם נמשך בבחינת הערת הידיים כנן. That from the מקיפים, that the illumination of the hands is drawn down from. So you have the מקיפים, um, which, which creates this illumination of the hands, and from the illumination of the hands um, comes this פרנסה. So we see this awesome idea. The human hands were under the wings, meaning the wings, which are the lo- the lobes of the lungs, create these human hands, which create this illumination of these, of these hands, which then draw down that panasa, which is amazing, amazing, amazing stuff. Okay. What is brought down in Mishra, chapter 18? Sustains him in illness. This represents the spirit of life within the lungs. Which is the aspect of round and round go the spirit, which we said is referencing the makifim, the transcendent intellects. Because we know that it's the spirit within the lungs that create the makifim, the oil of the brain. And it's from the makifim. Um, which then create those hands. Then now, Draw down this panasa and this chalkala, this sustenance. As brought down in the verse, sustains him in illness, meaning that the man's ruach creates this sustenance and this panasa. The alken, and therefore, when we analyze and we speak about some novelty that the chacham of the generation created and he brought into the world, then fear falls upon this person who's speaking and analyzing this novelty. Because when we review that novelty that the Chacham brought down, then we awaken and reveal the sea of wisdom, which is the, the sea of those words which the Chacham speaks. And it's from the, it's from the sea of wisdom which the Malchut um, receives Panasa from. Sorry, it's from the sea of wisdom where the Malchut receives Panasa. And then the Malchut comes down. To receive its panasa, to receive, to draw down panasa. Sorry, and the essence of fear is present within malchut. Fear is an aspect of malchut, because malchut is the source of fear. Okay, what Shmuel has brought down Avot in Pirkei Avot, chapter three, were it not for the fear of the malchut. Meaning, the fear is malchut. And therefore. Um, when you reveal that and review that chidush and awaken that sea of wisdom, um, and now that malchut is there to draw down panasa, you awaken the fear of that wise man who was giving that novelty over. You awaken that fear that he once had when he was telling over that chidush. Because everything is dependent upon fear. Because that this person needs to have fear. And we saw above that in order for this person to have an impact on others, that he should bring them da'at and yirat shamayim. He himself needs to have fear. Because once he has fear, then his words are heard. Um, that he should have fear in order that his words should be fulfilled. And therefore, when you review that novelty, and when you analyze that novelty, when you're speaking with your friend about the novelty that you heard from the Chacham, that you saw in the book of the Chacham, and now once you review that novelty, that um, the Malchut is now coming to receive from the Sea of Wisdom this Parnasa, and Malchut is the aspect of fear, 
So it's actually fear that's coming to bring down the Panasabad. So now the fear of the Chacham is awakened. So now that the Malchut is awakened to receive the Panasan, Malchut is fear. And now the fear of the wise man who is giving that Chidush over is awakened. Now your fear too is, now you are, now you receive fear at the time when you are analyzing that novelty that Tzadik gave. Baruch um, Hashem. Very, very complex lesson. Uh, very deep. We see how the verses play a very large role in this uh podcast today, how Rabbanu ties everything together and the structure of Chanukah and Yom Kippur, which is a very, very important idea to understand that it's thanks to Moshe Rabbanu that we are able to have Chanukah. Thanks to Moshe Rabbanu's asking forgiveness that we are able to affect a Chanukah, Baruch Hashem, and Chanukah Tabayit, which is the Tikkun for all the sins. So, Bezat Hashem, may we have the merit to attain true Slachna and this Chanukah Tabayit. And uh, to attach ourselves to this true Rahman Amiti. And to fulfill all that is mentioned here in this lesson. The lungs. To have healthy lungs. And to um, attain fear of heaven. So that our words are heard. And to awaken that, uh, that Malchut. To receive Panasa etc. All the elements of this lesson may they be fulfilled. Speedily in our days. Bizrat Hashem.